Welcome back, everybody, to the Club Cool Podcast. We're right here where we always are. It is a beautiful, sunny, and brisk day at the intersection of style and pop culture. I am your host, Barrett Dudley, joined, as always, by Phil Battaglia. What's going on, Phil? Hi. And, uh, oh, man, as that, uh, as that beat rides out, I should mention that that tune is now available on Spotify from our boy Malcolm Zeger. The whole album, whole album's out. Doing numbers. Doing numbers. The, uh, the, the track, the track, I posted it on, on, uh, on Club Cool's Instagram account on the stories. You can, you can just go tap, play on Spotify right there in the link. It's called Did That. And it's Zeger, it's Zeger that's our boy Malcolm, Brandon from Genesis and PK Freeze. And I'm, I, I shit you not, Phil. I've listened to this, <laughs> I, sh- I listened to this track like three or four times as soon as I saw that Malcolm put it up. Mm-hmm. It's straight fire. It is. It's a banger. The whole the whole album. I mean, is it a full album? It's is yeah. It's like eight or nine tracks. I yeah, think. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I, it, it kept playing, and and I was uh, very much enjoying it. Obviously, I'm partial to this song. It's really weird. We've had this. We've had that. Our theme track. Our intro for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been like a year, I guess, prob- probably. And uh, you know, I've 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 always loved it, but to hear it as like a a full on full on song now, a piece of audio art. Um, and, and have somebody, you know, spitting hot bars on top of it. It's just, it's very exciting. I sure hope we get invited to any award ceremonies that. Yeah. When they win a Grammy. Yeah. Yeah. Best new artist, hottest track of the year. Right. <laughs> All of the above. Yeah. 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 ACL. Yeah. Perform at ACL. Actually South by that. That's South where by really get noticed. We'll, we'll, we'll have to hit them up. Uh, yeah. Get us some artist passes. Thank you. Um, yeah, so that's that's the big news from today. Obviously, that's that's what's what's on and popping. Obviously, uh, it's Friday. We're sitting here. It's the happiest of hours. I, you know, I was gonna bring us beers, Damn, but but totally I fucking forgot. Me too. Yeah, but I didn't. Largely due to the fact that I'm still a little. I, I'm not a hundred percent after Halloween last night. Yeah, and it's not that I. It's not that I drank a ton. I just didn't. I didn't eat like a full meal. Yeah, a lot of candy. Yeah, just mostly it was candy and Chick Fil A nugs. Yeah, you know. So, um, but I did, I did last second. It Halloween was not looking great for me this year, Phil. I we we did a while well, in your absence. I did a whole episode with Will and Dave about like suggestions for Halloween costumes and the best ones that we'd ever done. Some some hits and some misses as well. Some ones that did not go over as well. You know, we just we did spooky season up big. We talked about the costumes. And then all of a sudden, after we did that podcast, it was looking like I might not even get to dress up. This is a very sad day for me. Yeah, this is I. You know, I you live, usually go pretty hard. For I, I go pretty hard, and and I like Halloween primarily because of the costuming. Yeah, I like to I like to get a a, a costume off. Get a stoom off. Get a stoom off. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but it it you know it kind of worked out so that a lot of the parties and such were the weekend before Mm -hmm. but then halloween was like almost to the next weekend yeah so it was just kind of weird you know nobody was like was throwing anything and then kind of almost pretty much last minute uh dave our boy dave at uh wash media who club cool is brought to you by and i should mention that we are here in the early bird cbd studio Mm -hmm. uh this afternoon anyways he he had he had us over 
and uh, and and a few others, and we uh, and we got we got our stooms got off. Your stooms off. Yeah, uh, if you if you follow me on Instagram at Barrett Dudley, uh, you may have seen that uh, that I did. I had talked about doing a John Wick costume, so I th- I threw on the suit and put the hair down, and I had ordered like the my like my BB my BB pistol off uh-huh. of Amazon, and I just I just got some I just got some picks off in the backyard. All right, so please explain to everybody how you got the movie poster pick accomplished. Oh, how I did that? Yeah. That was one, that Photoshop? 100% Instagram stories. Really? That was, that's iPhone and Instagram stories. That and was they a, have John Wick available as one of the... No, no. That's a, that was a portrait mode photo, uh-huh. which I moved to the... You, there's all sorts of studio lighting now oh. in portrait mode, and one of them is like a mono. Yeah, it's like a monotone with black background. It like <laughs> oh, it man. kills the background. Wow! So I did that. Used used that. Then uh, it puts it in the with the black background. Then in Instagram stories, I made that the Tokyo, so it's black and white. Yeah. And then the John, the John Wick, and the Four are all um, just like the strong font on on Instagram yeah. story. Wow! Yeah, congratulations. Turned out pretty well, huh? Really, it's pretty really good. Well done. Yeah, thank you. I thought that was some sort of finagling <laughs> of uh, Photoshop. No. That's even more impressive. Uh, but yeah, no, that was just getting a, that was just uh, having some getting some flicks off in the in the uh, the backyard there. Mm-hmm. That gun that I bought it cost ten bucks, and it's like a heavy weighted bb oh, pistol man that's that's bad news you gotta get rid of that <laughs> it looks very real yeah yeah so that's the uh problem. so then as as the uh as our couple's costume laura wanted to do kind of like she i like to do pop culture references she likes to do more traditional type stuff mm-hmm. so she she was into doing this uh the skeleton kind of face paint that utilizes all just regular makeup. That's not like that's not any type of stage or or fake Halloween makeup. That's all just right. like uh, eyeliner and eyeshadow and foundation type stuff. And uh, and I I did that. We each did our own makeup. So I did that. I she gave me like the direction, but I you know my hands did all of the uh, the application. I will say, y'all, is there any way for anybody to see? Is it already gone off your stories? Which which the that, that outfit that that's that's straight up that's a post that's a post that yeah. made it to the feed that made it Good. to the straight to the and feed it's, yeah it's worthy of that because it's really well done the Th- whole thing thank you yeah yeah she said <clears throat> you know she said this is what she wanted to do and I said I have just the shoes <laughs> <laughs> so um, if if you were looking at Bear right now he still has on just a tinge of eyeliner yeah yeah it didn't it would not all wipe away <laughs> so today and this is just how fortunately it was you know relatively slow day at the uh at the old offices there at howler hq and uh so i didn't have too many people looking at me saying yeah what's wrong with your eyes but yeah the 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 eyeliner you know i've done i've done a little bit of the eyeliner for um for for a, a costume before and the way yeah. that I was able to get rid of it was with the the wipes there's like makeup removing wipes mm-hmm. for whatever reason uh, Laura has none of those <laughs> anymore she's switched to some other removal tool yeah and it's cotton pads and some 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 liquid and it just it wasn't getting the job done showered this morning washed my face did the did did the whole shebang and it's just it's still that's that's my still biggest there. fear and my wife we're going to Worst Fest with a big crew tomorrow 
she wants to get her face painted and like everybody's gonna do it at worst fest yeah 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 and like i'll do it I, I, i'll do it what what now but, at worst fest when you get your face painted but for anybody this is it worst fest is is that's w u r s t it's a big german yeah sausage and beer festival down in new Braunfels. Mm-hmm. yeah uh very fun very fun time um but how so is it just like is it more like fun party face painting yeah exactly like yeah. you know big beer go- or like, you know like a big beer glass on your eye or something oh right 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 but yeah. i'm just terrified that i'm gonna have that on for like three days <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah yeah <clears throat> but you know your your stoom it reminded me of do you remember that guy um he was a model and he had the the face tattoo of a a oh yes! Remember that dude? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just looked him up, and he died last year. I, I zombie yeah. boy. Yeah, I remember that. What a commitment! R.I.P. Zombie boy. Yeah, <laughs> but he had a lot of he got a lot of play out of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he made it work. Yeah, I mean, and and uh, you don't have to be like a too hardcore zombie. Y'all were very soft. That's correct. Yeah, you know? we were fancy, fancy, fancy zombies. skeleton zombies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it no, was this good. Dude it was something. It 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 uh it it worked out really really well, and and like Dave said, I mean, it was really just about getting a gram off. Yeah. Anyway, so there were some good stems. Any uh any any Halloween trickery for you? No. Did we we, we laid low? Do you have? Did you have trick or treaters? No, we didn't. No. Okay. Mm-mm. So this was my first time also with uh, experiencing trick or treaters. Yeah. B- before I went over there, you know. F- the, the the kids they come out pretty early, yeah. It's like five thirty right. to seven thirty type range is is the yeah. that's the, that's the real meat of the of the candy, of can, of the candy hour. Yeah, you know, and uh, it was very it was interesting just because my mom had warned me about kids that were gonna like try to take like, you know, an armful uh-huh. of candy basically. I really only had one group that was just like picking like probably wanted like six or seven pieces each. <laughs> Everybody you have to cut them off. N- no, I, because we had a lot of candy, and yeah. like I, I, I did, I, I didn't want to be left over with too much because I'll eat it, uh-huh. right? Um, but it was it was pretty interesting just to you know because s- some of the kids they'd come up, they'd take one very respectful one piece, they'd put it straight in their bucket, they'd yeah. say thank you, and then they they were off. <laughs> <laughs> Others were just like you know full fist. Taking Did you three have at a any, time. any teenagers show up like out of a costume? There, there were like some no, no, none out of costume, but but there were like some twelve, maybe thirteen year olds. Only a couple though. Yeah, yeah, you know they got to get their candy too. Man, that's awkward though. What what is the cutoff age for trick or treating? Is it like twelve, ten? Oh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. When we were in high school, it just turned into a you drive around and throw eggs at people. <laughs> Like the seniors would throw eggs at all the other people. Yeah, yeah. The other people. Um, but it, you know, it it turned out. I got to get I got to get the stoom off. It was a good Halloween. Now next year, Phil. Next year You're already is planning. well. Next year is Halloween. Like it is the, it's the perfect Halloween storm, because it is the rare occasion when Halloween falls on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. So you get that's a two stoom year because you're going to get Halloween on Saturday, but people will be having Friday parties as well. That's correct. Yeah. Wait, I thought it was on a Thursday this year. It is. 
It was. So you'd think it bumps one day, right? Yeah. But but that that must mean that next year is a leap year. Leap year. I think it does. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, great. You're not looking forward to that? Yeah. Your I boy's mean, looking forward to that. I, I always have tough time with stems, man. I, I come up with something the day of, usually. Yeah. Um, I think we've talked about this before, but one famous one that I did that fell flat, completely flat, mm-hmm. was Prison Mike. <laughs> How did that fall? Comp- you must Nobody have been ahead- got it. You must have been ahead of your time. It Pris- was Pris- as the episode had just come out. I, I believe. Oh yeah, you were. Years- then you were way ahead of your time. Yeah, yeah. Prison Nobody- Mike now would would crush. You need you to bring. You need to bring back Maybe Prison bring Mike. Back- <laughs> Dude, those you're okay. Your two costumes are set. Friday, Prison Mike. Uh-huh. Saturday, Date Mike. Date Mike. Oh man, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, those are and that those are easy. Those, those are easy. Are. It just requires some sort of headwear. Yeah, exactly. And a cheap suit. <laughs> You're basically just swapping out the headwear. Man, yeah. Prison Mike. No, whenever you get asked more than like two to three different times, like, so what are you? Yeah, right. It's over. Right. Well, that's and 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 honestly, it, that was refreshing for me this year to not go as something pop culture referencing. Because I typically, I tend to choose like just the obscure shit, which I've, you know, said on this podcast before. And so there is a lot of that. And then once I like tell people and, or show them a picture, they're like, oh my God, that's so perfect. It's so good. Like, you know, cause I'm, I'm very detail oriented like that. This year it was just straight up traditional, nothing to get, nothing to confuse me with. And it looked cool. And, uh, and, um, uh, you know, that's that. Yeah, it was good. Y'all pulled it off. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's, that's it for our Halloween recap. And you get to try out the the guy liner. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. That la- last comment. The, the the skeleton makeup requires not only like the very thick makeup all around the eyes, but then like s- some blending of the eyeshadow kind of like all around kind of your your orbital bones as well. Mm-hmm. It, it, it your eyes just pop off. They <laughs> they really they just pop. It's crazy. I was like putting this on, I was like, "Man, no wonder women wear makeup. Oh, yeah. Like, it just makes everything, like, your oh, eyes just, you just they, they sparkle, baby. Man, 2020, maybe we'll start wearing makeup. <laughs> you never know. It's just probably on the horizon. Uh, but Okay, before we get into uh, some other segments today, let's just talk about some quick ways that you can help out this podcast. Mm-hmm. Show us your support. One, share it with a friend. That's number, that's, that's, that's the primary way that we succeed is through word of word of mouth. You tell somebody that our podcast is fun and great. They listen to it. Maybe they share it too. Number two, hit our sponsors up. We got a new one today, but also don't forget about bombas.com slash cool. Perfect stocking stuffer gifts. Badass socks. Keeps.com slash cool. You're never going to get your Keanu Reeves or Jason Moa hair if you don't have hair to grow out. True. Keeps.com slash cool. If 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 those two things and and the, and our new sponsors coming later this month aren't your bag for whatever reason I don't know why they wouldn't be but if they're not you can also go to patreon.com/clubcool it's $2 a month if you join right now you're not even going to get charged until December 1st you don't get charged until you know the new month rolls around today we posted our October best stuff list we we were a day late but we were not a dollar short. <laughs> we were eight over. We were eight dollars over. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, we. Uh, it's a great list, by the way. Really, it was nice to bump the threshold up. And it's not a crazy. We, there are there there are some things on there. If you're unfamiliar, 
on our Patreon, we post a monthly list. It's our best stuff under is what I'm now calling the series. We For many months, for several months, we did under 50. We kept it as a $50 cap. Just kind of a way to, you know, throw some stuff out there that, that easy ways to kind of like upgrade your style, or your home or your wardrobe or whatever for not a lot of money. But that the $50 budget is, is pretty restrictive. So for this month and, and, you know, we'll, we'll kind of toy with this and, and play with it as, uh, as the months continue. But for October's, we did a threshold of $108. <laughs> <laughs> Explain that because I went over. I had something that was one hundred eight. Yeah, the, Phil, Phil, Phil popped something on his list that was one hundred and eight dollars. So that was that was the threshold. It's okay, everything else is under a hundred bucks. I'm pretty sure, and yeah. there are several things that are under fifty as well, or uh-huh. right in that fifty dollars zone. It's a very good list. It's a very fun list. It's got a lot of great stuff for fall, and I highly recommend it. That's in you can get it by going to Patreon.com/slash/ClubCool and signing up, and it's basically free until December first, and there will be other editorials. I've been thinking that one thing that we definitely need to post is a list of all of the sites that you and I like to pay attention to for the Black Friday and sale drops. That's going to be a very valuable list. Because it's November, and yeah. that means that it's about to be sale season. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm always excited for sales. For season. sure. And, uh, and and you know, I you guys wonder, I'm sure sometimes, like, you know... How how we've how we've managed to uh, to procure Golden Goose sneakers and and various Amy Leon Thor sweaters and and whatever else it might be and the answer is usually it's on sale. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> always that's the answer. So we'll post up that list of basically like the stores and and websites and ecom shops that that we pay the closest attention to for uh for your th- for your Thanksgiving Black Friday deals and and fall winter sales basically yeah. yeah that'll be good one more time patreon.com slash club cool uh yeah tell yeah. a friend tell a friend this is a pyramid scheme <laughs> the more people you get in your network yeah the more money you make that's right yeah and we, we will reveal that in the forthcoming uh, publications that we will release. That, that's that's exactly right. And the, the, you know what they say: you have to spend money to make money. That's exactly Phil. yep. So mm-hmm. you know, if you you're going to spend two dollars. Maybe you're going to tell a friend you're spending uh, social capital as well. Yeah. As your hard earned money, but then that's going to come back tenfold mm. from all of the people that that you then tell. Right. It's a lot of good energy. So, and. Uh... Yeah, we will be back with more <laughs> publications that we will be selling on how to better yourself. Exactly. Uh, okay, Phil, let's get into uh, our main topic today. I'm just calling it loafers. <clears throat> mm. Have you noticed that it's that that loafer season is 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 big right now? Yeah, I have. Okay. You know, we 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 talk about and we think about the death of sneakers. If it will ever happen, man, if I sne- sure hope not. If sneaker culture is ever will ever be officially kind of like dead, or 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 if like the 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 way that Nike and Adidas are able to do you know their drops, and just like just sneaker culture in general, it's been with us for so long now. It feels feels like it's been forever. It feels like it's just a you know solid foundational part of style and fashion. But it could be slipping a little bit. And I, I feel like I've noticed that this fall more than ever. 
Now, fall always kind of brings in like boot season, right? For the last couple of years, we've seen Chelsea boots kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I do feel like that's part of it is that in the fall, people are looking for more options than just sneakers. Because a lot of times when it's cold, you know, you're not always able to wear a pair of like lightweight trainers like a Element React 87, for example. Mm-hmm. You need something heftier. You need something, uh, you know, just with a little bit more weight, a little bit more uh, protection, basically. But the loafer thing is really happening. And I, I give a lot of the credit to Gucci's resurgence, 2017 and 18, when they really kind of like put their name back on the map and were selling countless $450 t-shirts. And part of that was that they they brought back the the, the bit loafer in full force. Mm-hmm. That has given a, a, a lot of these other uh, smaller brands and, and you know, uh, contemporary modern style people that that aren't faces of major French fat French and Italian fashion houses the opportunity to put their loafers out there and what I'm really seeing a lot of right now is this is penny loafers in particular um I know y'all are tired of of me of uh, me talking about this brand but Aimee Leontor put out <laughs> three like two or three tone pairs of penny loafers that were Smashing successes, I would say. Mm-hmm. They sold out in most sizes very quickly, uh, and uh, it there there just seems to be like this push to include something in the lineup in your rotation, if you will. That's not a sneaker. So, uh, yeah, pay attention to that, and I I, I don't I don't think that's going to slow down. I don't, I don't think I, I like one thing that I will say is like we're not talking like deal sleds here. Well, right? I those aren't back. I am and I'm not because the Gucci bit loafer is a deal sled. Yeah. It's just an elevated deal sled, I guess. But yeah. Are you are you thinking are you thinking of like a driving loafer? No, but no, you're right. So the Gucci has that that metal piece on the top that when you walk it sounds like you're wearing spurs. <laughs> Does it jet? Does it yeah. does it clink like yeah. that? I've uh, been around a, a couple cats that okay. They well okay yeah. Um, like I I'm I'm out on loafers to begin with, but just because that's just not my style. But mm-hmm. I like one thing that I will give a pass to for loafers is anything with a big chunky sole, and this is what I've been in the market for for a while. But with a derby, and a derby will actually like lace and tie. Yeah yeah. Um, but I mean, even I'm looking at a pair of Doc Martens right now. Mm-hmm, that sounds mm-hmm. stupid, but no, dude, they doc, look good. Docs are, docs are dope, and I just think that it'll make it a bit different. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's always what I look for is I don't because loafers, man, they're like quintessential. They ever I mean everybody has a pair of loafers pretty much, right? Right. But uh, that's why I and I think a lot of people gravitate. Towards sneakers is because they can be different. There's a million different varieties with loafers. I mean, you're pretty much boxed in for a lot of them. That that's yeah. And I I don't want to say like I've bristled at the trend, but that's a good that's a good way of framing it as why it it all looks kind of the same, right? Right. right. Whereas like the range of sneaker styles is extremely broad. Mm-hmm. So there there's so there's just a lot more differentiation. Um, there is, I, I I like penny loafers. I, I generally think they're cool. It's it, it's an it's also easy to get into because you can just get on Bass 
you can just get some bass Weegians for like a hundred bucks, basically. Dude, I've been getting targeted by bass. Yeah, well, it's probably because your phone's listening to me right now. <laughs> um, but the in and even they bass even has like the super trendy colorway, which is like the black and white yeah. spectator look. Right. Um. So, and I, I think I've even kind of DM'd with some listeners about that colorway in particular. I mean. I'd mess around with that. That's that's fun. It's 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 a hundred bucks. I'm not positive how comfortable a pair of Weegans is all day. Mm-hmm. Y'all can let me know. Any of you guys that have already that have already dipped your toe into that game and are and are messing around with that this fall season. But uh, but it yeah, it's definitely it's hard to break out of the uh, of the sneaker thing, and I don't necessarily want to do it. I it it's one of my favorite fashion things of the last decade that has happened is, is just the ability to wear sneakers pretty much all the time. Yeah. Um, but kind of along with this, this, um, this loafer movement, if you will, kind of just, I don't know if it's at the forefront or right behind it. Like, I, I'm not sure which is kind of towing which, but there's been a, there's been more kind of like traditional prep and kind of East coast style on the scene as well. There's been a. I feel like there's been a little bit of a of a pull back from kind of like your your hardcore logo mania and a lot of the 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 kind of hoodie and sweats type thing that that Kanye kind of brought us. And what's what's funny to that's funny to think about because typically Kanye would have been on like this bleeding edge, right? He would have been like one of the guys that started showing up in loafers. Mm-hmm. I feel like started. You know, I, I I don't know if you told me five years ago that in 2019 Kanye West was going to like show up in a barber jacket, I would have been like, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just because he was always kind of on that that wave, he was the the pretty much the first one to wear a Vetmon hoodie, for example. But for like the past year and a half, he's worn the same thing. Yeah, but over he, yeah, and over. Right, again. exactly. But now he is almost. It, he is so he is so locked in with just selling as many pairs of three fifties as he can, right. and making uh, gospel music. I guess now that he's just he he is not differentiating what he is doing. He's basically looked mm-hmm. the same for the past twenty four months. I would say, yeah, double XLs, double XLs, just like just hoodies and sweatpants, and I don't oh, know, man, it's tough. A pair of Carhartts here and there. I feel yeah. like, but he's uh, sticking with it. That's good. Yeah, but um, you know, like the kind of it's it's noah and why it's kind of like the skate brand that does a lot of that east coast stuff ald just did just dropped a collaboration today with drakes which is like very kind of formal and traditional um ivy league wear if you will you know famous for ties and pocket squares and and tweed and that type of thing mm-hmm. um you know but it's it's a lot of what i feel like is out there right now kind of hedges more towards LL Bean and Land's End type prep than it does toward like 1990s Polo Ralph Lauren. Yeah. Now some of that's coming back too. There's they've mm-hmm. even released re-released some of those 90s drops. But I guess what I'm when I say that what I'm more thinking about is like uh like pleated chino shorts and a pink polo. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're saying that's not coming? That's what's not yeah, that's the piece of the prep that's not kind of being yeah. refiltered right now, and I'm saying what 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 I feel like it's more of is more of like that, almost like Steve Zissou type, like Crabber type stuff. Who's Steve Zissou? Bill Murray in uh, 
the aquatic life. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, just kind of like that 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 type of thing feels more. Well, by the, the way, this is a good duffel coats and tweed yeah. and 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 that type of thing. Speaking of him, I'm in the market for and will be purchasing a jumpsuit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like a Dickies one. Uh, probably something that fits better than the Dickies. Okay. And I'll we'll talk about it later. Hopefully on. Um, Black Friday around them. Okay. You got your eye on something? I do. Ooh. I cannot wait to hear about that. <laughs> I can't wait to get it in and then hate it and then return it. Because I guarantee it doesn't fit. Okay. Yeah, I like that. No, I like but that. for the preppy stuff, I, like, you're right. Like, I think, don't you agree that, like, ALD, like, that's what they have established themselves as? It's like, it is, yes. uh, uh, like, a, a modern prep, I guess. But with basketball, like, interwoven throughout the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, I've tried to describe Teddy Santis's vision before, and I think I've called it, like, a combination of Harlem and 1990s Nautica. Yeah. And it's, it's, it is that, it is that, it's a combination of kind of, of that, of urban streetwear, but filtered through, like, really preppy kind of roots and heritage. And, um... Like with the short shorts, like that goes back to like the the old school basketball shorts right, that they would yeah. wear. And now in, in the NBA players, LeBron and them are they're wearing shorter. They're shorts. Wear, they're wearing shorter shorts. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Man, I wish I had the legs for it. <laughs> Seven inch inseam, baby. That's all I can rock. Um. So here's a question: Are you ready to bust out your psycho bunny polos again? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I still have a psycho bunny. Um. I think it's a cashmere blend crew neck sweatshirt that is dope. Does it have the the yes. bunny logo on it? Yeah, I mean, hey, now's the time. I think it was it's, one of the only sweatshirts that I could find that maintained like a black black. It's like still like very black. And it's a, it's 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 cotton. You said it's a cotton cashmere blend. Okay, but it's more like a sweatshirt than yes. a than a sweater. Yes, gotcha. Um, I'm just you know, prep this type of thing. It's something that cycles through over and over. It kind of constantly it comes into fashion and then back out. And obviously, there's a massive portion of the population and, and certainly uh, regionally based people as well that where it never it's never gone. You know, Ray-Ban Wayfarers are never gone. Right. P- PK Polos are never gone. Um, but But it certainly gets included in runways and contemporary fashion uh, every about every decade it 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 kind of comes in and then it fades and it comes in that's that's how it feels like to me anyway uh so i was just kind of thinking about thinking about this kind of recent development what i still have in my closet that fits in here and that i can potentially pull back out and there's one there's kind of one thing that that really stands out to me and it's it it is a it's a black cotton crew neck sweater that's polo mm-hmm. with with the little red horse yeah. on it. Yeah. It definitely came from the San Marcos polo outlet. Uh-huh. But uh it's like it's one of the it, it's it's strange to think about. It. It's one of the only things from college that I still have, I think. Like the, from my, Is it that thick knit? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you know the one. Oh, I know. Yeah. I had it in navy. Yeah. And it, it's it's just uh you know, you know from my my general college wardrobe most of it's been passed passed along now or sold off that's that's like one of the one of the things that i still have still there 
and I might I might try to pull it out. I might see see what it's looking like. That would be good. That's yeah. an easy one. It's an easy one. Unfortunately, every, I mean, I can't think of anything that I still have that would fall into this, like, when I was the frat kid. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, pretty much all that's gone. Uh, I still do have several, you know, quote-unquote polo shirts that have the polo, you know. Um, Are they button-ups or polos? Yeah, they're button-ups. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, man, I might have to go. <laughs> maybe I'll dip back into some some polo. Dude. They, they, that's you know it, it's funny that you say that though because Ralph Lauren Polo Ralph Lauren definitely still has plenty of that to choose from but if you go knock around on on the on the Polo site right now I don't know I I feel like their collection has been pretty heavily influenced by Double RL recently I feel like a lot of the regular Polo stuff has more has a southwestern yeah, spin Wait, on it a little bit. This is, uh, is this what is this? Is this polo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, I'm wearing a denim jacket that I forgot. That's polo. That that's polo. <laughs> that's polo, that's polo that right is, there. I mean, just like a knockoff double RL. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. Yeah, a reinterpretation. A not reinterpretation. Sure. I'm not sure polo can knock off double RL. Well, you but. know what I mean. It's not as soft. <laughs> yeah, or or it's actually probably softer. It's probably not as rigid and yeah. and. Sourced from Japan or something. No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of Kanye, we just mentioned him a minute ago. Have you have you checked out this Jesus is King merch? Uh, yeah, I have. It's uh, it's it's kind of wild. It's a little out there. There's a cassette tape that you can buy. A cassette is that? That's what mm-hmm. I understand. Fifteen bucks. And how do you play the cassette? You don't have a cassette tape player. I do not. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. You have to. You you're gonna have to go buy one. Just to to mess with the cassette. Oh man! There, there's just some. There's uh, it's good. There's some graphics here. Some of them are by Cactus Plant Flea Market, by the way, and it just looks like somebody took two seconds in Microsoft Paint. One of the these look like used socks. And the 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 uh, the graphics from Audge, which I believe is like a collective by ASAP Rocky and maybe Playboy Cardi. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's A W G E. Oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Audge, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, those graphics are they—they're like purposefully bad, I think. Yeah, which ones are those? Like the one of the ones is like the Jesus with the with the crown uh, crown of thorns. Yes, on, mm-hmm. and it almost looks like a South Park drawing. No shit, does. <laughs> so you know, interesting stuff from from our mans out there. And what are they, char- with, uh, what are they charging with this for release? Oh, you probably don't even want to know. Let's see. The Odge Jesus is King t-shirt. Sold out. It's sold out. So it, it won't tell mm, us. Bummer. But yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I haven't even really listened to much of this album. I, I didn't hear great things. And, uh, you know, mostly the name of the game for me now is to just not ruin his earlier stuff. No kidding. For me. Just plug your ears until he, until he gets off this wagon. Yeah, yeah. And gets back with Jay-Z like I thought was going to happen. <sighs> Dude, watch Throne 2. That would yeah. be clutch. Dude, these socks look used. Dude, I don't even I don't even see the socks. It's like they're called. Are Jesus they at the bottom? King. No, there's a top. Jesus is oh. King socks, twenty <laughs> bucks, and they are for sure used. Yeah, those those are uh, those are uh, gross looking. Man, good. I haven't um, listened to any of it, and I I have to though. I have to just see. Yeah, I, it's, uh, the, from what I heard, the beats are okay, but then the the lyrics are just not 
Right. Not good. Okay. Not not what you wanted. Two hundred fifty dollar crew neck. Okay. Remember the Pricey. first? Was it the first season of Yeezy when he had that three thousand dollar crew neck that was like torn to shreds? Wasn't it three thousand dollars? Was it less than that? It, it might have been less than that, but it was up there. It was it was in it was four figures. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, I that do. Was something. I do. Yeah, should have got one. Simpler times. Anyways, um, I, I just felt like we had to mention this loafers thing because I'm I'm literally seeing it everywhere, and uh, it's 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 happening. So so be on the lookout for it. Grab yourself a pair of loafers if you're ready to to dip your toes into the. Yeah. Into the pennies, into the pool of pennies. Set of loafers and a Kanye cassette. You're good. Back there to the nineties. Um, by the way, with the the, the kind of when I'm picturing what I'm what I'm seeing, the look is like with like a pair of cuffed straight leg, kind of washed out denim with the pennies. That's and like the white tube socks. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all kind of very. It's very kind of JFK ish. I would say or JFK Junior. I'm sorry. You know, just mm-hmm. that, that kind of like yeah, yeah. Uh. So before we get on to to another story that I wanted to talk about, I wanted to uh, well I wanted to tell a story real quick here. So I've got a suitcase. It's very it's very nice. Uh huh. It's from away travel. You don't say. I, I yeah, and I, I always we're, we're we get ready to go on these trips, and I one of the things that I look forward to most is packing in this beautiful away travel suitcase, and I, I start pulling it down. You know, it it comes in this in this nice canvas cloth for safekeeping, mm-hmm. which I always store it in. And um, right as I'm pulling it down and about to to start putting my stuff in it, Laura says, "Oh, are you using that one?" And so I never get to use the thing anymore ah. because that's how good the suitcases from Away are. So just be forewarned, okay? The Away suitcases, if you buy one for yourself, there's a it's a strong likelihood that your significant other is going to uh, to steal it from you mm-hmm. and not yet let you use it. So that's why you buy two. You might be better off buying two. Um, there's the carry on and there's the bigger carry on. I like the bigger carry on. It's the perfect size because I want to maximize the space as a you know as, as an overpacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it still fits in overheads. That's, that's huge. So you, you huge. it's it's the biggest that it can be and still go in the overhead. It's lightweight. It's durable. You get a 100-day trial. Buy it for a trip. Take it on the trip. If you don't like it, there's no risk. 100-day trial. Incredible. Lifetime warranty. Wow. Means they'll fix or replace your bag if it ever gets damaged. And it will. And that's the thing. My piece of shit luggage that I use, not away, um, I've traded into or traded up for away. The reason being is the old luggage that I had, it, it broke. The wheels got all messed up, and they wouldn't fix it. Yeah. I'm done. Yes. Lifetime guarantee. Not to worry away with the way. Travel. It's got the built-in compression pad. Again, if you're an overpacker yeah. like me, this yeah. thing is perfect. It's I don't know why nobody ever thought about this before, but it is a it's just a pad in the mid that, you know, a big rectangular pad in the middle of the suitcase and you tamp it down and it pushes all your stuff down. It's it's wonderful. TSA approved combination locks keep your belongings safe. And the battery, which is one of the coolest features because you can just plug your charger right into your suitcase and charge your phone, mm-hmm. the battery pops right out. Some airlines, they won't, they don't like the lithium-ion batteries in the suitcase. Not to worry. You can stand there right at the gate, and you just push down on it, and it pops right out. It's as easy as that. You just throw it in your other bag. Beautiful. They, they just don't want it in the suitcase. 
Uh, it's got a removable laundry bag to separate dirty clothes from clean clothes. Guys, I cannot say enough about the Away suitcases. So go to awaytravel.com slash cool and use promo code cool during checkout for $20 off of a suitcase. I, I, I mean, you know, they got awesome colors. I just went to the site very recently. I'm looking at it right now, actually. And there are some new colors that, uh, they're just hot, man. There's the brick red, which is awesome. Uh, let's see. I have the oh, it's uh, I have the green, but I like to call it Range Rover green because it's dark and foresty and and reminds me of a Range Rover. Can't go wrong with navy or black. Once again, that's awaytravel.com slash cool. Use code cool. Get twenty bucks off of a suitcase. Great gift, by the way. If you don't want to risk getting it stolen from you, just buy one for your significant other or your spouse. Yeah, there you go. You know. And then you're going to, I mean, you're going to be jealous and then you're going to come back and you're going to buy another one for yourself. But I need, I mean, I got to get a second one now. Yeah. You, you buy two. This offer is for two. Go, you have to buy two. <laughs> $10 off of each one. Yeah. <laughs> Awaytravel.com slash cool. Use promo code cool. All right, Phil. Let's talk about Barney's. We reported on this story maybe a month ago, something like that, six weeks ago. Barney's was in trouble. They were filing for bankruptcy. Um, after that, there were some potential buyers, and it looked like a company in in uh, cooperation with Saks Fifth Avenue was the leading bidder. Mm-hmm. But they had outlined their plan for what they wanted to do, which was basically liquidate all of Barney's assets and license the name Barney's New York to Saks Fifth Avenue. Barney's kind of had a last last minute effort to find a new investor, to find a new bidder that was going to kind of keep some of the chain alive, basically. It was going to keep the flagship there at Madison Avenue, among other stores, and kind of maybe keep the e-commerce business. But it was basically going to, what what they wanted was to to keep the kind of the soul of Barney's alive, if at all possible. Right. It's not going to happen. The, uh, the, the company, which, uh, you know, let me... Let me get the name right here, you know, because we are we're journalists here. Yeah, this is hard hitting journalism. ABG Authentic Brands Group. They are taking control of the Barney's name along with in partnership with Saks Fifth Avenue, and uh, we're ba- we are witnessing the death of Barney's. Mm. Here's what's interesting: Saks Fifth Avenue is going to license the name, obviously, like like I mentioned there. There are now going to there. What, what's probably going to happen is that there will be shops in shops. So you're going to, like the Saks Fifth Avenue, the flagship in New York, it, they are going to convert their fifth floor into a Barney's, basically. I see. So that's how much, it, for you know, for one thing, that's how much cash cachet Saks thinks the Barney's name has. Yeah. So they're willing to dedicate floors of their flagship stores to basically, to a Barney's shop within a shop. Well, now it's going to be like this nostalgic thing and people are going to seek it out and... Yeah, and 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 it's it, it's hard to know what to think because I I understand what what the Barney's people were getting at is that to them to people that know Barney's especially like historically like what it meant to New York and what it meant to retail in general and and I think we did talk about this when we the first time we mentioned this but it was like Barney's was like the creative person's department store. It was the one that thought most about their buys and like w- was interested in art 
as a part of fashion and fashion as being art. They they were the they pushed the envelope the most. They they invested in small designers. They they went avant garde with uh, with various collections. You know they were they they just like led with creativity, whereas the other department stores were just leading with kind of mainstream mm-hmm. mundanity, whatever was 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 easiest to sell, I guess. Yeah. And obviously, uh, <laughs> maybe Barney's should have thought a little bit more about the numbers. I don't <laughs> I don't know exactly what, you know where or how things really took took a dive here but um but yeah so the the uh the the flagship store the one on madison avenue in new york city is going to be used for like pop-up shops and maybe some cultural goings-ons and some art events uh but uh but all of the barney's locations will be closed they're going to liquidate the website inventory which is a sale that I hope I get invited to. Dude, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, is this going to be like a traditional like going out of business fire sale? Uh, so it, it'll be interesting to see w- what they do. What I what I you can check out this article on the New York Times if you just you know Google Barney's and and hit the news tab. Uh, they 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 are going to apparently next week they are going to start pre selling like having a pre sale for their uh, for their quote unquote best customers. Which will they say will be online as well? Um, you know, chances are, if you have a link or are signed up for their emails, it will be accessible at some point. Is what I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And we're it, it makes sense because we're really Barney's typically would go on fall sale pretty early compared to some other stores. Really, like right about the middle of November, November, or, or you know maybe a week before Thanksgiving. And so we're not that far away. So this kind of makes sense. Anyway, something to pay attention to if you're, you know, interested in being a vulture uh, as well as a sightseer, which <laughs> I am admittedly going oh, to do. I'm interested, baby. Um, but yeah, it just, I don't know, man. It's just the whole thing has me thinking about retail a lot, which is obviously just an extremely difficult game right yeah. now. And last week, I told you all about like my experience at the tiny little Bodhi workshop basically in Chinatown and you know if you listen to that I'm sure you could tell like how cool how genuinely cool I thought that was and how that was like not only was I willing to go out of my way to see it but like it's it it, it caused me to like absolutely be willing to buy something yeah as well and we kind of ran out of time but but the rest of my day that day was filled with going to other stores. I went to the new 18 East shop. I went to cafe and Amy Leondor. I went to, to Noah and it, it, there's just something it's, it's become very hard for me to buy in store, even when I'm like experiencing something cool and unique, right? Like mm-hmm. it really has to set itself apart for it to like matter to make that in store purchase. Because even when it, it, you know, who was kind of like, I, I think maybe slightly ahead of their time on this is Bonobos with the guide shops. Mm -hmm. When Bonobos started opening retail locations, what was that? Six years ago now, seven years ago, maybe their whole thing was that it was a place for you to come in and try on and touch and feel and see. And then they were basically, they were placing your order online Mm -hmm. or they'd let you walk out and you go on Bonobos.com and you buy it from you. You just buy it yourself. Very low pressure. Yeah, exactly. Low pressure. A real key for me too is like I don't want to go into a store and be hounded 
you know, while I'm walking around. I just want to look. Well, and 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 that's definitely part of it. It's like I, when when I go into a store, I do feel some sense of obligation now. Absolutely. And yeah, that so that's why I I really and and what I really want to do is just use the store, you know, to get a feel. Yeah. Get my size right. Touch, feel, understand the quality. And then I want to go home and in the privacy of yeah. of my own headspace and like time to think about it and compare and maybe find prices elsewhere uh-huh. and like, you know, like think about, you know, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm now I'm considering this and this and it's one of one of the two. And it's just like it. I don't know, man. It, it it's really not surprising that retail is is yeah. having such a hard time, and it, that that this is not this is not news. I'm not saying anything. Uh, maybe what I'm saying is super duper simple, and everybody already knows this. It's just, I, I guess my my broader point is that even in cool, unique situations, the store experience is like not really enough to get me to buy right then and there. Right. It's like I still like it, I and and I think they that experience matters for like brand loyalty and like feeling like you want to be a part of something and feeling like the brand or, or designer like means something. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, if you enjoyed the store, if you liked the people working there, if they set up a cool presentation and, and tell you a story and get their messaging, right. Then you are more likely to go home and pay attention to pay attention to that brand and eventually buy something from them. But it's just, it's it the physical act of going into a store and picking something up is is for me is kind of like disappearing yeah and even more so because of i mean it's just the our sizing like eight times out of ten i'll find something that i really like and there's there's no nothing close to my size in that particular item and so i know that if i go online the chances are pretty damn good that i'll find it right yeah but yeah i just use the store experience to go in and make sure that this is exactly what I think it is, that you're not just trusting some fit pick online uh, because I've been burned, I mean, countless times. Yeah, Just yeah. trusting some picture online. But it, it is, it's key for for me going in store if there's something that I've been eyeing and I'm like seeking out. Mm-hmm. Like I would not buy that John Elliott rider jacket without trying it on in person. Right, right. I have to. And that's a good example of something. That's the one thing that I will go if I'm seeking something out um, I'd rather buy it in person to if I'm helping somebody with a commission, for mm-hmm, example. Mm-hmm. Like that makes me feel good. Well, another piece of this, unless is, it's a terrible experience. If you live in a city with the stores that I just mentioned, or with other cool stores, and, and you can pop in more often, then then your chances are are higher, I guess, of of buying something. But you just hit on a good point. It's like a, a small kind of high end store like By George will struggle. And and I mean I think they're doing okay right now, but it's like they never have smalls. No. They, they never have the size that we act, that we would even need to be able to make a purchase. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, at a place like Stag, I walk in there and I always want to buy something. I really, really love the stuff in there. It's just that almost all, almost every single thing that they have in that store, I can go online and get at a be- for a better deal. Right. And it sucks that I'm not willing to like, you know, quote unquote, support local. Mm-hmm for that but it's it, it i don't know it's it it's it just feels like smart shopping at the same time it's conscience and it's and like maybe i could walk what i you know what i've thought about doing many times is like walking into stag and being like 
I'm about to buy this shirt from this website right. because they're running this pro- this promo and I can get my 7% on Ebates and I'm not going to pay tax. Do you want to match this price and I'll buy it from you? Right. Like They would. Wouldn't you think that they would do that? I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say. If, if their business is doing well, if they get so much, if, if, a, if a retail location of a store is getting... A lot of tourist traffic, a lot of South Congress traffic here, you know, as the as the, uh, as the example mentioned here in Austin. Then, you know, maybe they don't need to. Maybe they're confident that they can sell it for a higher price without needing me as a customer. Yeah. Right. But that but there, there's a new store across the street called Montfrey that you and I have just kind of gushed about. And everything in that store is very unique. You're not gonna find it You're online. You're not gonna find that stuff that's online. Right. And mm-hmm. that's 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 a good segue for for the back half of this. As I was thinking that I was thinking about is th- this. I feel like this mostly applies to clothing, because home stores and furniture stores right. and like these stores that have like a far more like unique and curated inventory and therefore experience. Th- I that's what I think is gonna succeed here over the next five to ten years yeah that being said though i'm guilty of the same scenario yeah and i'm not going to mention the store that's here in town because we love it (laughs) but they sell a particular um designer not designer i guess design house uh of this dining room table that we really wanted Uh and that's something that you have to see and feel in person and they had it that little sample but they're pro- like when I got home, I didn't buy it that day. I've been seeing it a few times. Yeah. But when I got home, I mean, there's better prices out there for the same table, and that's what we did. See now that now on that on a table on a furniture, I for some reason, I I that feels way more like they would price match. Yeah. Doesn't it? You would think so. I don't know. It's just once you get into like the home goods, then I now I'm starting to think about like TVs and stuff, and those are the. Best Buy or yeah. Walmart or they'll always like price match like Amazon, for example. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, that just feels like. Well, we're talking about I, I like one and two door locations and like this happens to be one door. Yeah. And I feel like their mindset is it's, they're going to end up just racing to the bottom if they start doing that. Right. Right. But there has to be a threshold with margin. Like at what point does it m- make sense for you to do that? Mm hmm. I don't know. It's tough, man. Like, if if budget was not an issue, think about it. Of course, you'd go into all these local shops and just, you know, drop bands. Man, I, dude, I would be I would be more willing to make impulse purchases. Yeah, but I also like I like I just, you know, kind of labeled it. It's also just smart shopping. I don't want to spend yeah. more money yeah. if I don't have to spend more money. Right. So maybe I wouldn't do like for clothing in particular. Maybe I wouldn't do so much like digging you know yeah. I, as i've said before the, the shopping is essentially a sport to me mm-hmm. like i like finding i like seeing how i can get exactly what i want for the lowest possible price basically yeah. and it's very rewarding when i'm like oh man i got that code and and ebates is is, is on double points right now so i got 13 <laughs> percent back uh-huh. and it's like and you know and i tagged on a chase offer on top of that it did i don't think that's ever although all three of those things have never happened at once but that's what it that's kind of the that's the rush, right? The like perfect that's, purchase. That's the you know what part of what I like about it. So yes, if 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 money was no issue, 
then I think you'd be more casual about making an in-store purchase just like because you loved something, because you liked the store. Mm-hmm. But the, but there's also, that also just d- depends on on what the difference is too. If we're talking about a $3,000 table that's somewhere else for 2000 yeah, then that's... You're stupid to not You're go, stupid to not right, do it. If we're exactly. talking about... Fifty bucks on a shirt, then yeah. it's 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 far less important. Um, I I did just kind of want to tack on what's what's going on with you in the in the design world. Uh, any any new home additions or or uh, always pieces man. for the condo? What's what's going on over yeah, there? I'm always um, I pay just as much attention to that side of the the design world, and it's just like the stuff that I like for clothing. It's too expensive to just <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. buy all of right, it. Right, right. So, um, I did pick up a couple, um, new concert posters and I'm not the type of guy that likes to just plaster a wall with posters by Mm -hmm. any means. Um, but what we have started doing is rotating, have a little rotation going. And by the way, the poster can be, you know, like 50 to a hundred bucks. The framing is always going to be like, Oh, right. Yes. That's the problem. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I've definitely custom framed a $30 ACL poster before Fuck. and it's like <laughs> 250 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I think it was, it, we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but the best place to go get custom framing done is Hobby Lobby. Absolutely. Yeah. They can't do it all, but they can do enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. A couple new posters, um, that are in the rotation, but, um, uh, we're in the market for a comfy chair for the living room. Mm, okay. And there's a lot of them out there and yeah. I'm so picky. And of course the ones that I want, you know, two grand. Yeah. And I'm not going to do that, but maybe Santa Claus will be generous. Mm. I doubt it. You never know. Uh, all right. Well, that is about all the time that we have today. It's a good show. It was happy yeah. hour without the booze. A little, a little Friday happy hour with no beers. Too bad. I should have <laughs> bought them anyway. We should have brought them anyway. I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Once again, go get an away suitcase, man. It's time. No, get two. Get two of them. You're going to be traveling home for Thanksgiving, probably. Maybe you got to go somewhere over Christmas break. I don't know, man. They're, 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 I really, this is a product that I have just really, really enjoyed having. So that is awaytravel.com slash cool. Use promo code cool. 20 bucks off that suitcase or two suitcases. Your call. Uh, yeah, man. That's That'll do it for the Club Cool today. Follow me at Barrett Dudley, Instagram, Twitter. We're also on uh, the pod is on Instagram at Club Cool Pod. How about you, Phil? P Batag at P Batag. Okay. And on uh, Instagram at P Batag and patreon.com slash Club Cool very soon. Very, very soon. And we will not, we will, we will not fail you on, on, on this one particular thing. We will put out our list of stores to pay attention to for the upcoming sales season. You got to get in now before this pyramid gets too, too big. You, yeah. That's you want to start building your, your base all right that's it we will see you next week bye bye see ya hit that track